Hey guys, it's Dentrice here, and this is a Sugar for Your Heart podcast. I'm checking in to share three gems that really resonated with me during my devotions this morning. Our focus is on Acts 24 and 25, where we see Paul being held as a prisoner for simply believing in Christ. And the backstory is really that the priests were stalled in their plans to kill Paul. And in a previous podcast, I would have shared that Paul was on his way to Damascus to kill the Jews when God stopped him in his tracks and he was converted and received a name change from Saul to Paul. So we know from you know way back when that Paul was always radical he was always steadfast in everything that he did so you could have imagined how determined and zealous he was going hard for Christ and this enthusiasm it really stirred the religious leaders who began to accuse him of breaking the law and they really began to plot his death and you know what I've realized you know when you are living like everyone else no one has anything to say when you are making decisions from a limited mindset people just watch you sabotage yourself and say nothing and when you are giving away your body your mind and your heart recklessly most persons are observing but they would say just limited things but the minute you decide that you want more the minute you decide to raise your standard the minute you decide to go after different things most persons are stirred and they begin to bring back up your past and they begin to accuse you of things you weren't even doing or things that you aren't doing anymore. And this is what happened to Paul. We know from the last podcast, to put it nicely, that Paul was a bad man. He was a savage savage and he and no one could have touched him. Like nobody could have touched him. And his past was bloody, literally. And so when he came to know Christ and he was converted, all of that was put behind him and he completely changed and was just as savage, just as determined, but for a better reason, he was just as determined for a genuine reason. He was determined to help others to get to know Christ and to surrender to Christ. But one thing I love about, you know, Paul during this time was that he was the first to tell you of his past, but he didn't stay there. He also told you about Jesus. He also told you about his conversion. And I feel like there are times where our past is used against us, where we have to own it, but let's not just stay there. Let's not just leave it as that we can say yes i did this but this is how i've grown and this is what i've done to grow and this is what i've been through and this is how what i've been through has helped me to become better and this is the reason why whether it is you know jesus converted me whether it is you know getting a child really changed my way of being or whether it is i met someone or someone positive came into my life and they really encouraged me to be a better person let people know that you you are not your past, but don't leave it there. You are not your past, but your past has also helped you to be a better person in this present moment. They deserve that truth. There are a lot of us who are walking around with so much guilt for what we have done, so much shame for our secret lives and our secret addictions, and it really perpetuates a cycle that keeps us stuck and it keeps us from embracing growth and goodness. And so this week, I want you to release those. I want you to release guilt. I want you to release shame. I want you to release them and focus on how can you grow and how can you help others grow because you have not been what you've been through just for yourself. You've also been through what you have been through to help someone else. So that might look like just thinking of what you did in your past, just thinking of that memory, just thinking of a specific situation that took place in the past. Acknowledge the shame, acknowledge the memory, acknowledge the emotions that are stirred by the memory. And then I want you to move beyond that. 
I want you to take note of two life lessons that you learned from that time. Or it may be just opening up to someone about how far you've come. There are many persons in our lives, they have seen how far we've come, but we are yet to share with them the story and there's power in sharing our story. We remain stuck and sick in our secrets, in our shame, and in our guilt, and we don't have to. And Paul, and nothing that was used against him could have hurt him because he owned up to his past and he acknowledged how Christ gave him a new start, a new purpose, a new name, and a new focus. Now fast forward to him being a prisoner for Christ. The priests tried to manipulate the law against him before the Roman governor, governor after governor. They really accused him of so much. And I think what really stood out for me in the devotion was that when he was brought before Felix, you know, Paul was given a chance to eloquently defend himself. And Felix could not find one fault with Paul. And he told the guards to guard him while giving him some freedom and also to allow his friends to bring what he needed. And as we read this account, you see that Paul was given a wide audience to present Jesus to. And I think this is the most powerful nugget for me from this account. Paul could not have been able to witness to persons of such influence and power in the courtrooms had he not been accused, had he not been locked up. God used a really uncomfortable situation to give those leaders a chance to accept him. But we know that they didn't. You know, Felix is even accounted to having said to Paul, you almost persuaded me. So this week, I want to remind you that there will be times when you will present the truth to persons in your life and they will not accept it. It could be the truth of who God is in your life. It could be the truth about your new spiritual journey or your spiritual focus at this present time in your life. It could be the truth about what you actually want in your life. It could be the truth about what you've been through. It could be the truth of where you are focused on heading right now. And we know that persons, they are not going to be hearing that. Some persons are just not ready for our truths and that's perfectly okay. Your truth doesn't change because of who accepts it or who rejects it. I also want you to remember that God is more concerned about your growth than your comfort. I'm still digesting this, but it's a tough gem that I was reminded of while reading today's devotion. Paul being accused and being locked up served a purpose and it didn't make sense to him. It didn't make sense to him. And for him, it was not the easiest test, but it had purpose in God's bigger picture. So sometimes we can find ourselves trying to schedule situations or trying to schedule opportunities that will allow us to grow emotionally, spiritually, or mentally. And we usually plan our own times when we think we'd be ready to absorb the lessons or we're ready to give our best selves. For example, we block any type of relationship until we have, you know, all our ducks in our or we don't go back to school until you know our children are older and while being strategic is great we have to appreciate that sometimes God just moves differently and he presents opportunities and people in our lives at the most inopportune time you know I was listening to a YouTube video where the YouTuber was sharing that she was so heartbroken and she told God I'm not ready to date I'm not ready to get to know another person I'm not ready to even give my heart to someone else and God brought her husband into her life and he first became her friend and he really helped her to heal even before all of the emotions and physical stuff got into the picture god brought this man into her life at a time when she thought she wasn't ready and they grew together as friends and eventually when she was healed god allowed both of them to hear at the same time that it's time for you to take that 
relationship to a next level. And they were able to obey God and, you know, get married and start a ministry and they're doing amazing things. But I keep thinking about this. There are times when we are heartbroken. There are times when we are super busy or we may be blocking people from entering our lives because we're so focused on, I don't want a relationship. When God is simply saying, I'm going to bring your future wife. I'm going to bring your future partner, your future husband into your life as a friend first for a few years, even while you're broken, even while you're growing, even while you're struggling, even while you think you're not ready. And both of you will grow as friends together. And eventually I will encourage both of you to take that relationship, to take that friendship to the next level. And some of us, we are blocking genuine friendships because we're so focused on not entertaining any single person. When God moves differently and he presents people in our lives at the most inopportune times. And it's really in these times that we grow the most. It's really in these times that we see God's power manifested the most. And I can speak to this in my own life. Every single time out of faith, I said yes to something. I thought I wasn't ready. I thought I couldn't have accomplished it. I thought I was not at my best. God revealed to me that I was ready and I was more than ready and I was second guessing myself. So I want to remind you that we can't schedule growth. We can't schedule how we will grow guys sometimes god places us in situations where we will be forced to grow and in situations where our growth will take precedence over our comfort or our preferences there also will be times when we will be placed in positions to share our truths and it will not be received or accepted that's okay god is still at the helm he is still in control and his truth our truth still stands it still is with or without the approval or validation of those around us so back to the story if you read the account you can clearly see that Paul was bold in how he delivered and how he defended himself and what he had to share he shared of his conversion he shared of how he met Christ he shared that he never broke the law he appealed but he appealed while he remained so calm and I really like that I really liked that even when things were looking dim and even when he kept being bombarded with lies told on him he never lost hope and he made the most of his situation it's so important that we maintain our sanity It's so important that we maintain our integrity and our focus in really tough situations or in situations where we know our reputation is being tarnished or in situations where we are being wrongfully accused. So how do we do this? Sometimes we have to take moments in the day, every moment, and I keep speaking about pausing because only when we pause can we reflect and only when we reflect can we grow. So sometimes we have to take moments in the day to remind ourselves of the bigger picture. We have to affirm ourselves in positive self-talk and we have to check in with God to gain a deeper perspective and more strength to be at our best even in the worst situations. And so three questions I've been asking myself lately when I find myself in a situation I would prefer not to be in are one, do I stop being a believer and a follower of Christ just because I'm having a bad day? Two, do I give up my power to maintain my peace simply because things aren't going how I would like them to? And three, am I allowing a situation to dictate my emotions, moods, and actions? And in counseling, we call these situations the activating event. This is the activating event that really 
prompts our emotions it prompts our thoughts it prompts our mood it prompts our actions in and of themselves these activating events and situations don't have power we give them power based on our interpretation based on our perception of that activating event our interpretation or perception impacts our mood it impacts our emotions and it impacts and affects our actions and so that is why it's so important that we take full control of our mind of our thoughts and when we can't, we surrender our mind and our thoughts to God. And so if your answer is yes, this situation, this activating event is dictating my mood because of my perception of it, then why? You know, these three questions have kept me in check. They've kept me straight. And I'm guessing they would have kept Paul in check as well as he sat in prison, as he spoke of his innocence to a crowd that was not ready for the truth. So I want to remind you as you head into this week that one, you're going to share your truth with others, whatever your truth is and they are not going to accept it, that's perfectly okay. You are also going to be placed in uncomfortable situations, and that's okay as well, because God is more concerned about your growth than your preferences, than your comfort. And also, persons are going to bring up your past. That is also okay. When you try to make positive moves and positive changes and try to do things differently, persons are going to act up. They're going to be stirred like the priests. They're going to ask, why are you playing? Why are all of a sudden you switch up? That's okay. If they bring up your past, acknowledge it. Yes, I've done this. Yes, I was this. But that's no longer the narrative of my life. This is who I am. This is why I am why I am. This is how what I've done has helped me to be a better person in this moment. And this is where I'm heading. And you're either with me or you're not. But I'm moving forward and I'm growing in the process. Let me pray for you. Dear Heavenly Father, we are so thankful for the opportunity where we can come, read your word, read the account of persons who were true to you back then, and be encouraged to be true to you in this present moment. We ask that you continue to take control of our minds. We ask that you can continue to manifest yourself in our lives. Give us the strength to release shame and guilt for anything that we have done in the past. Give us the strength to move past those who are determined to remind us of who we were and they are determined not to see who we are or who we are heading toward. We ask that you would give us forgiveness of spirit so that we can forgive others and not hold any malicious thought within our lives, within our hearts against persons who are doing things to us, against us, that aren't right, that aren't fair, that don't make sense. We also ask that you would allow us to see that at the helm of it all, you are in control. You are making good out of things that don't make sense, that are uncomfortable, and we're thankful for that. We accept growth. We accept the season that you have us in. We accept the change that you are doing in our lives. And please allow us to reflect that same grace that you are giving to us, to others, as we interact with them this week. In your son's name I pray. Amen. I'm wishing you a great week, guys. Until next time, I'm Dentrice here. Stay sweet and stay blessed.